Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Chosen Generation Podcast, and it is me, your host for today's episode, Caleb Fitzgerald, and today we're going to dive into uh, the last episode of our series, The Foundation of the Believer, and uh, we're going to focus specifically on uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I believe that's one of the most critical um, components to uh, your Christian walk, so we're going to dive into that, but before we dive into that, um, I would just like to say thank you for listening yet again. Um, and also, if you have not listened to the previous episodes, uh, this is episode four, and uh, this has been a series, so uh, it's so critical to listen to the first three episodes so that in this episode, I don't have to uh, go back uh, and recap a whole bunch uh, and that we can build precept upon precept every single episode and uh every um message that we post on here some may not be part of a series so uh there's going to be some where you can just listen randomly but when it comes to our series and you'll recognize by the title uh when it comes to our series it's so important to listen to every single episode so that uh you can go with us from glory to glory and uh you can build with us precept upon precept so uh if you have not listened to the previous episodes i just encourage you to go back and this this episode will be waiting on you right when you get back so i encourage you to do that and also um <clears throat> i encourage you to subscribe to our channel uh whether you're listening on apple uh podcasts or google Podcasts or spotify or or the free app anchor i just encourage you to go out and and uh just subscribe to our channel uh we would greatly appreciate it and you can receive updates every time an episode is posted and also if if you don't mind give us a a uh follow uh at chosen gen underscore etown on instagram i encourage you to just give us a follow uh we are trying to grow this ministry and for those who who uh don't know what uh chosen generation is we are a young adult ministry and uh that has also uh also led to us starting a campus ministry at uh the local community college so our uh young adult ministry is designed to reach young adults 18 through 30 and uh we believe that that um there 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 has been a uh a lack in young adult ministry uh there's not a lot of churches that have a young adult ministry uh and when they do it's very uh fellowship based where they just have potlucks or whatever but while while all that is good uh it's so important to um impart the word of god because uh the young adult phase is when you're transitioning out of out of youth ministry and you're battling so much and it's so important to have a ministry that's dedicated towards you uh so that has been our goal so if you're ever in the elizabethtown kentucky area and you want to fellowship with us sometime uh just reach out to us and and uh as always i always tell people this uh when when there's a teaching that i give i believe in backing everything up by the word of god so if you ever have any questions you can reach out to us on instagram and on um on email at chosen generation etown at yahoo.com and you can access any questions because it's so important for the word of god to go forth with clarity and also it's so important for for uh for the word of god to be actually spoken and uh that is one of the errors uh that that i've seen in in some ministries is that uh it becomes too opinion based and 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 uh when that's the case uh you are uh you are jeopardizing the word of god because majority of of what you preach well if i would say everything needs to be backed up by the word of god backed up by the word of god so it's important that every time that i make make a critical statement that is coming from scripture it's not just coming from what i feel or or uh or any other thing that's that's different than than the word of god so uh as i said today we're going to dive into the baptism of the holy spirit and uh our first episode we went over repentance and and uh repentance from dead works and repentance towards god which repentance uh essentially means to change your mind which results in a change of action um and 
we try to break down uh, that repentance is more than just saying sorry. Uh, and I gave the illustration that imagine someone uh, does something to harm you and uh, you let them know and then they say, oh, I'm sorry for hurting you. And you say, okay, I forgive you. But then the next day they do the exact same thing. And then you just keep forgiving them. And then for the next 30 days or the next few weeks, they just keep continuing the same exact action. Uh, but they just keep saying sorry. And that is not repentance. That is remorse. Remorse essentially means, means I feel some type of way based, based on the fact that you feel some type of way. So, uh, a person may be inclined to say sorry just because uh, they recognize that that bothered you. But r repentance causes a change in action. So uh, in, in the context of the believer, uh, repentance essentially means that as God reveals more of himself to you, you change the way that you operate to align with the way he operates. Therefore, um, Repentance is not just for the sinner. Uh, there's some there's some ministries that teach that. Uh, there's some doctrines that try to teach that, and they try to say that repentance is just for the sinner. But but uh, it's also for the believer because, as I said, as God reveals more of Himself to you, He will show you His heart. He will show you His mind. And if it doesn't look like yours, you must repent. You must repent. And then it, then in this second episode, we uh talked about accepting Jesus as both Lord and Savior uh, and 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 how we placed a emphasis on the word Lord and in the Greek that word is kurios which essentially means supreme in authority so you must see Jesus as Lord you must give him charge over your life you must see him as king you must see him as supreme in authority and and I believe it's a critical uh, aspect that Lord is is mentioned first uh, uh, like Lord is one of his his first offices uh and i believe that that because that is mentioned first it 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 uh notes how important that office is because i believe lord is is the first office uh that you must see him in that you must receive him in because a lot of people like to talk about that jesus is their friend or jesus uh, jesus is everything that they lack and while that is true it's important to first see him as 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 king as lord as lord as the word curios which means supreme in authority we also said that uh uh i don't believe in once saved always saved and uh uh it's about your current state of being a child of god and it doesn't matter if you knew God 40 years ago, you must know him now. And I'm not saying that that um, uh, if you were saved, say, a year ago, you just have to keep getting baptized again and so on and so forth. Uh, you have to keep rededicating your life. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that a, a uh, the Christian experience sh should be something continual, should be something that, that every single day, every single moment you are living f for God so um it's 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 not that important that you were living for God 40 years ago if you have completely turned away from God now so and then then in the most recent episode we talked about uh the foundation of water baptism uh and how that must not be forgotten and and uh, how that should be a requirement for your Christian walk and how it symbolizes death to sin and when you go into the water you're burying sin and you're coming up clean uh uh you are it's it's a symbol to to a show that you are now a new creation and you have been 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 uh, washed clean okay so today we're going to dive into the baptism of the holy spirit and i believe that this is one of the most uh important aspects of the christian journey um but i believe that also this is where a lot of denominations and and uh and people disagree because i i believe that most uh christian based denominations believe in repentance i believe that most christian based denominations believe in accepting jesus as lord and savior which is essentially salvation and i believe that most christian 
denominations believe in water baptism. But Holy Spirit baptism is, is one where everyone just tends to disagree. And I really do not understand because the, the uh, scriptures that back it up is just so evident that this is for today. So uh, if you're at a church that, that, that uh, may have, have told you that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not for today, uh, I, I plan to, uh, to sway you by, by the Spirit of God and, and, uh, and show you based off the scripture uh, what it says about that. Um, so uh, if you're at one of those churches, you have maybe heard that uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit uh, died off with the apostles or, or it's no longer available or that's something from the older days or whatever it may be. And it's important to understand what I'm talking about when I say the baptism of the Holy Spirit for those who have never heard of it. Um, so the baptism of, of the Holy Spirit is, is, is uh, being filled with the Spirit. So, and the initial physical evidence is speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues and tongues are important. Uh, it is your heavenly prayer language, uh, but tongues are not the stopping place. It is simply the entryway. I want you to remember that tongues are not the stopping place. It is simply the entryway. But it's important to recognize that at, at salvation, you receive the Holy Spirit. But the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a completely different experience. And, and I will show you that. Um, so I want to uh, take you to Acts chapter 2, uh, verse 38. It says, and Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So that that is where the root of this message comes from, uh, and, and, and also Hebrews 6, like this overall series. So it is important to recognize that also the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a gift, is a gift that, that God is trying to give to us. God is trying to give to us. So, and let's go to Acts uh, 1 4. Uh, and it says, And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So, this is right before Jesus is about to ascend into heaven. And Jesus is telling them, he, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said that John baptized with water and you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And so why that is important is is because Jesus told them to go out and preach the gospel like you hear a lot of uh, churches quote that uh, and to go and make disciples and so on and so forth but we must understand that Jesus told them to first wait for something and the beauty of it now is the Holy Spirit has already come down from heaven so we don't have to wait in in uh, that same way uh, but it's it's important to understand why Jesus was having them wait so as we go on the first to verse 6 it says so when they had come together they asked him Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. And then verse 8 is where we're going to camp. It says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So what is so important there? It says, But you will receive power. And we will break down in one second what that power means but Jesus initially told them to wait in the city until power comes uh I believe the King James says uh wait in the city or tarry in the city until you are endued with power so Jesus says you will receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and then he says and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So Jesus told them that before they go witness, before they go witness, 
they needed this power. They needed this power because they they had already experienced the life of Jesus. They 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 had already been his disciples, but he's telling them before you go out preaching the word of God in Jerusalem, before you go out preaching in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth, I need you to wait for something. I need you to wait for something because we must understand that there is a kingdom of darkness. There 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 is a kingdom of dark uh, of darkness and 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 uh, for those who are listening in we must understand that the devil is real demons are real spirits are 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 real curses are real uh strongholds and principalities are all real hell is real so we must understand that there is a kingdom of darkness that 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 is trying to to um not allow the kingdom of God to be advanced and they they are willing to fight with you they are willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that the word of God isn't preached they are willing to do anything to make sure uh, the kingdom of God is not advanced so um, a lot of people receive salvation right um, and and say God does a amazing thing in their life where at salvation they are delivered or uh from drug addiction or pornography addiction or the or they used to have homosexual desires or whatever it may be and 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 now they have been delivered their life has been turned around at at uh salvation but instantly they want to go out and preach the word of god instantly they want to go out and give their testimony so on and so forth and 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 while while that is a good thing while that is a good intention we must understand that in order to overcome the kingdom of darkness we need power so it takes more than just intention to to see this world change it it takes more than 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 just good intention to 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 see people delivered it takes more than than just uh, a good intention to see people saved it takes power it takes power by the holy spirit so it takes more than 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 just your good intention it it takes power so jesus is telling them that that i i understand that you may want to go out and preach the gospel right now because Think about it. They had saw Jesus raise the dead. They had saw Jesus um, heal the blind. They saw him cast out demons. They saw him raise from the dead. So instantly, you want to go tell everyone about that. But Jesus is telling them to wait for something. Because the same power that was resting in Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, Jesus is looking to give to us and at that time Jesus was looking to give to them and 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 uh, if we if we have time today I will show you how the book of Acts shows how how essentially the same miracles from Jesus were replicated by the apostles in the book of Acts and Jesus is telling them that before you go out and witness I I want to give you this power so it won't just 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 be 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 a words that you are proclaiming, but there will be experience. There will be power that you're able to to use in order to advance the kingdom, because it's sort of like 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 a now. Uh, say a person is is uh, oppressed with with uh, with demons, <clears throat> and it takes it takes a child of God to understand and have the discernment to recognize that they are that they are possessed with demons in order to to uh to cast them out in Jesus name but imagine there's a person with with uh who's demon possessed and and they really want to be free from this and all I'm able to to uh show them is in the scripture how Jesus casts out demons what is that doing for them? But Jesus 
It's saying, yes, you can preach the gospel. Yes, I can tell people how Jesus cast out demons. But, but, but then, if I have been endowed with power, I can deliver that individual by the Spirit of God. So, it's no longer theory. It, it becomes practical. Are you listening today? It's no longer theory. It becomes practical. So, so... Before the apostles went out, there were individuals who never met Jesus before. Individuals who never met Jesus. So, the apostles going out would just essentially be theory. They are telling people stories about Jesus, which is essentially theory. But then when the Holy Spirit comes, and they are able to have the theory... But they have the same spirit within them that Jesus possessed so they can do practicals. So when they talk about Jesus raised people from the dead, they now have the same power to do the same. So Peter raises a person from the dead. When when they say that Jesus healed a lame man at the poor Bethesda, then we get to Acts chapter 3 or 4, I believe, where Peter is walking by by the gate of the beautiful. And he says silver and gold have I none. But such as I have I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise and walk. And then the lame man begins to walk. So it's no longer theory. And I want you to know today. That when the spirit of God baptizes you. It's no longer theory. It's no longer just something that you've read. It becomes an experience. And I may have said this before. The Bible is, 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 is more than just something that you read. It's something you must read and receive and look to experience. So the Holy Spirit is where that experience takes place. The Bible says it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit. But it's by my spirit. So the Holy Spirit is where that takes place. So I got a little sidetracked, but... Uh, let's get back. So in, in, in Acts 1.8, it says, but you will receive power. We must understand that the New Testament was once in Greek. So it had to be translated into English so we could read it today. It had to be translated into Spanish or uh, Mandarin or French or whatever it may be. It had to be translated in so many different languages. And... Uh, I remember taking Spanish classes, uh, and 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 um, I remember that there were some words that just didn't translate properly. So we have to add in filler words. And in the Greek, the Greek is a very complex language. So <clears throat> so how how uh, in the the English language we have 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 um, one word that that says power. But in the Greek, there's dunamis, there's also azusia, and those are different types of power. But uh, if I'm talking about power to blow things up in the English, I just say power. If I'm talking about strength, essentially to, to, to move, move, move weight, I just say power. So every word is, is, is just power in the English, just like love. If I say, say, to, to my wife, I love you, then I say to my son, I love you, then I say to my mom, I love you. Those are all different types of love, but in the English, we just have to interpret what type of love I'm referring to. But in the Greek, there's actual words for it, and that word right there for power in that scripture is the word dunamis, which, which, uh, which which forms the word dynamo, which essentially forms the word dynamite. And it essentially means explosive power. So we must understand that God is looking to give us explosive power so that we can overtake the kingdom of darkness. So we can advance the kingdom of God because we must understand that 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 uh, the the enemy is is not just going to give anything away for free. This is something that we have to contend for. This is something that we have to fight for. So we need power. We need power that 
wherever we go, we can have 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 faith that greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. So wherever we go, there can be explosive power with us. <clears throat> also, uh, in Acts ch chapter 2, so Jesus tells them uh, in, in, in Acts chapter 1 to wait in the city until the power comes. Uh, then he says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you'll be my witnesses. Okay, and then we get to Acts chapter 2. And uh, through history, I believe uh, it is believed that this was only a 10-day window. And also, uh, um, through history, you will know that, that, that um, at the time where Jesus was giving those instructions, there was like 500 people. But when we get to the day of Pentecost, there's only 120. So, in a four-day period, 380 people, roughly, decided to go away. Like I said, maybe they even had good intentions of, I can't keep this in, but Jesus gave them specific commandments, so we have to keep those commandments. So, I'm sure that, that they had good intentions, some of them, and they went out preaching the gospel, essentially, but nothing happened. And I believe that that may be some Christians today where we have good intentions to do s certain things. But we must understand that it's not about the sermon. It's not about the, the eloquent words that we can speak. It's not about uh, uh, all, all, all this knowledge that we may have. It's about the Holy Spirit. It's about the Holy Spirit working with, within us, through us, to perform God's work. It's it's not about uh, uh, smoke machines or or great songs or or uh, packed out places or whatever or or anything additional. The foundation is the Holy Spirit. As ministers, as Christians, we shouldn't do anything for the kingdom of God without the Holy Spirit. We must understand that. So. Acts chapter 2 says, When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So, speaking in tongues, that's where I said is the initial physical evidence. It says, says and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind and it filled the entire house where they were sitting and divided tongues as a fire appeared to to them and rested on each one of them and they were all filled with the holy spirit and which means additionally which means right after and began to speak in other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance so that is where the initial physical evidence of speaking in tongues uh well the Initial physical evidence of of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. That's where I get that from. And if you go through the book of Acts, you will see that every time that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is there, people begin to speak in tongues. And also an, an, an important uh, f phrase there says, as the Spirit gave them utterance. So when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, it's not, it's, it's, it's not you just babbling your mouth. Uh, it's, it's, it's that the spirit gives you utterance. That's why everyone's, uh, tongues, everyone's prayer language sounds extremely different. Um, like when, when, uh, I'm at church and I'm speaking in tongues or I'm praying in the spirit, as some people may say, and say, there's someone next to me say, it's my wife praying in the spirit. It sounds completely different than how I pray in the spirit because the spirit gives us utterance. This like there will be like a bubbling in you where where you have to speak out certain words and 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 it's important to know that you must speak. The Holy Spirit may give you the words, but it must flow out of you. You must must do something with your mouth. It's it's more more than just sitting there and 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 uh, letting God do everything. You you must speak yourself. And I'm not saying force words out, but what I'm saying is as the Spirit gives you 
utterance or what to say that is when you will begin to speak <clears throat> okay so and so now let's let's get to uh to some of the some of the mis uh communications of 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 this this idea of the baptism of the holy spirit how some people say it died off with with the apostles or whatever it may be all right so everyone listening today sh should be a christian should be a christian if you are not i encourage you to uh go back to listen to uh the previous three episodes and we go over salvation as well where we talk about how to be saved so if you are a christian we would all agree that um it is the last days it it is the last days ever since jesus ascended into heaven it has become the last days that's why uh the word of god says no man knows the day nor the hour that that jesus will appear again because it is the last days so um it's going to happen unexpectedly where the rapture takes place so if it's uh if it's the last days we must understand what the bible says about the last days so um after after uh after their speaking in tongues and all these things begin to happen uh the people around the area began to say uh that these people must be drunk these people must be drunk but then Peter stands up and he debunks this theory. And what he says is so important. And it's also important to realize that that um, when a move of God takes place, it takes a prophetic individual or 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 a apostolic individual to to give give word to the manifestation. It takes takes a. Uh, um, it takes a individual to to give word to the manifestation. So these people in the area are seeing tongues. They're seeing them possibly shaking. They're seeing them uh, speaking in tongues uh, and babbling uh, their mouths and speaking these these languages. So they're thinking, oh, these people must be drunk. So then it takes a man of God or woman of God to rise up and 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 give word to the manifestation or people will be confused so it says but peter standing with the eleven lifted up his voice and addressed them men of judea and all who dwell in jerusalem let this be known to you and give ear to my words for these people are not drunk as you suppose since it is, since it is only the the third hour of the day but this is what was uttered through the prophet joel and in the last days it shall be, God declares, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. All right, let's let's stop. Well, one more verse. It says, even on my male servants and female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. So we'll we'll stop there. We will stop there. And why this is so important is 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 how how can a ministry or a doctrine teach that the baptism of the holy spirit died off with the apostles if the prophet joel says in the last days god declares i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh so if we are in the last days, then that is referring to us. That is referring to God pouring out his spirit upon all flesh now. Because how can we preach? It is the last days and we don't know when Jesus is going to return. But there is a scripture that says in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So if it is the last days, that means everyone is able to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It, Everyone is able to receive that. And it even says your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So it is also saying that that for doctrines that believe that women are not allowed to speak or women are not allowed to, to hold certain uh, gifts or whatever. It is saying that that God is not exclusively going to pour out his 
spirit upon men, but also women. So we must understand that if it is if it is the last days and what Peter is giving word to is the manifestation of the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the initial physical evidence of speaking in tongues, we must understand that it is the last days. Therefore, you, me, well, you, me, everyone listening, everyone here on planet Earth has the opportunity to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and we also need to understand that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not something that we have to wait years for. It, it is not for mature Christians. We are talking about the foundation of the believer. So, um... On my notes, I put in there mature uh, Christians with quotation marks because I'm essentially saying that some people try to teach that you need to wait until a certain time to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, uh, you need to wait until you reach a certain level. But no, that's not how God operates uh, because even if you uh, turn to, I want to say it's maybe in Acts chapter 8 when Peter uh, opens the door for the Gentile church and he goes to visit Cornelius. They hadn't even been baptized in water yet and they had already received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So one could argue that, that, that uh, they weren't exactly saved yet, but that's a topic for another day. But my point is that they hadn't even uh, um, heard about certain aspects of Christianity and they were already baptized with the Holy Spirit so that goes to to show you that there there is not a certain amount of time that you have to wait it it will just if 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 you truly desire it it can happen for you it can happen for you it can happen for you today all right so uh also there are some doctrines that try to uh Reference, I believe it's in First Corinthians, where 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 it talks about uh, uh, that there will come a day where prophecies will cease, tongues will cease, uh, and knowledge will cease. But most people say say that uh, prophecies ceasing and tongues ceasing has already happened. But as I said, that scripture also says knowledge will cease. And I ask you, since Jesus died on the cross over 2,000 years ago, and since the last apostle died, I believe in around 120 AD, has knowledge ceased? Have, has knowledge ceased? Have we stopped learning new things? The answer is no. Therefore, we cannot use that scripture to apply it for now. Because if, if, if we're going to use a scripture, we must use the entire scripture. We must use the entire scripture. Okay? So, also, we must understand that as salvation, we receive the Holy Spirit, but not the fullness of the Spirit. Not the fullness of the Spirit. As I said, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is something completely additional. It says, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is what opens the door to fullness. So, when I talk about fullness, I'm referring to uh, Isaiah uh, 11 Verse one through two, it says, "There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse." And Jesse is 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 the father of David, and J Jesus comes from the lineage of David. So that's what that that is referring to. And it says, "And a branch from his roots shall bear fruit, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom, and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and." The fear of the Lord. So all seven spirits of God. And no, I'm not saying that God has seven spirits. I'm, re I'm referring to they are essentially manifestations of the spirit or attributes of the Holy Spirit. So before Jesus came, no man bared, um, well, possessed fullness, all seven spirits of God. And and uh, I hope that the Lord gives you understanding if, if, uh, if you're not understanding what I'm currently trying to illustrate. So before Jesus came, no one had fullness. Uh, some people believe that Moses had fullness, but what I want you to know is that it was not a common thing. So um, no one had fullness. There were certain individuals who who uh, uh, had certain aspects of the spirits of God, like 
Solomon had the spirit of wisdom, but he did not have anything else. Uh, Samson had the spirit of might, but he did not have wisdom or even fear the Lord. Like we could go on all day, but no one had fullness. But the scripture is saying that when Jesus comes, he will possess fullness. And we must understand that Jesus did not just die on the cross just for our sins. He he died for us to to have fullness too because everything that was available to him is now available to us because we must understand that that um Jesus came to die so that we could be restored to the father and that the veil would be torn so we can have direct access because God never intended for for life to be like this God never intended for uh for uh man to sin but Adam and Eve uh committed the first sin which caused a barrier to be between God and man so we must understand that God said in the book of Genesis that we should have dominion on the earth therefore after Jesus dies on the cross and that veil is now torn we now have an assignment that's why we don't stop at salvation we stop stop when we no longer have breath in our body because at salvation, it opens the door for you to to continue that assignment and advance the kingdom of God. So, uh, sorry to get sidetracked, but when I say fullness, that is what I'm referring to. Because the baptism of the Holy Spirit is what opens the door to fullness. Opens the door to fullness. That's why I said we should not stop at speaking in tongues. Yes, tongues are important, uh, but we should not stop there. And so many believers today... like. Like I said, this is where a lot of disagreement happens uh, at the Christian level is is the topic of the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. Some people think that's crazy. Others think uh, think that's that's everything. And there's extremes both ways. And why this is important is is because there's some individuals now who believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but when they receive the initial physical evidence of speaking in tongues, they believe that they have arrived and, and that's all they want to do. They 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 just want to speak in tongues and, and shake all over, but they aren't uh, shaking anything around them. As one of my uh, uh, spiritual fathers says, you, you shake all day, but you don't shake anything around us. We must understand when we receive when we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we are not receiving tongues. We are receiving power, power to shake the nations. Okay. And we receive the Holy Spirit at salvation, but we do not receive the fullness. And I'll prove this to you. John 20, uh, verse 21 through 22, it says, Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. So, uh, many people, and including myself believe that this is this is uh a a um understanding of of uh salvation but w we must understand that this is this happens before um the day of pentecost this happens before jesus ascends back into heaven so then we get to acts chapter 1 Verse 4, and it says, And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So my question is, if Jesus already told them to receive the Holy Spirit early on, and they received, what are they waiting for? And the answer to that is they are waiting for the opportunity for fullness because Jesus also said greater works than these you shall do because I go to my father so I believe that Jesus was telling the apostles that you're going to be able to do greater works because you're going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit because the same power that 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 I possessed you will now possess and it's 12 of you and you're going to be growing so on a day of Pentecost there were 120 people filled with the Holy Spirit therefore when Jesus was here on earth we only had one individual or I mean you could say to uh, John the Baptist but essentially one individual operating in fullness and that was Jesus but after the day of Pentecost we have 120 and the number continues 
to grow like crazy even until today where we have people still receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So I want you to repeat after me. Before I go out, I need fullness. Before I go out, I need fullness. Because if you want to shake a city, if you want to shake a territory, if you want to shake a nation, a school, you need power. You need the Holy Spirit working with you. You need the Holy Spirit working with you. God, uh, uh, in in the book of Acts, it says said that says that God was working with them, and that that is how all these great and mighty things happen. So, uh, I this this is not a a uh, concept for for uh, people who may just want to get saved and they just want a uh, a entry ticket into heaven and they don't want to do anything if 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 uh that's you this 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 is not not necessarily for you but this is for the individuals who who want more in their life this is for the individuals who who want to to uh to shake to shake their city who want to shake their family uh this is for the individuals who who sees their families and 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 uh, friends in bondage they see them oppressed they see generation after generation struggling with with drug addictions they see generation after generations being criminals they see uh years after years evil evil people within their family tree they see evil people um every single day they see hurt people every single day and 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 they're wondering how do we change this and the and the answer is by the holy spirit by the holy spirit so uh before we close out because that 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 is all i have today uh i i i want you to know that uh if you want to be be baptized in the holy spirit i want you to reach out to uh to uh your spiritual leaders at 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 a church uh if they believe in that and and uh, i want you to express that to them that that uh you desire to be baptized in the holy spirit and and uh uh i believe that they will provide some teaching on that and lay hands on you and pray for you to receive it uh if not uh i i would like for you to reach out to us chosen gen underscore e-town at yeah well uh at Chosen Gen underscore E Town on Instagram, and then we have Chosen Generation E Town at Yahoo dot com uh, for for email. I want you to reach out to us if this is something that you desire, and possibly your your uh, current church does not believe in that, or you would just like more more information. We would love to work with you. We uh, I believe we have some ready individuals who can. Uh, who can work with you on getting the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But before we close out, um, uh, I just want to, to uh, pray. And, and, and also there may be some of you, uh, who were once baptized with the Holy Spirit, but you were not exercising that thing, uh, that, uh, those, those tongues daily, uh, uh, well, it doesn't have to be daily, but what I'm saying is, is like, you feel like 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 that connection that you once had uh is no longer there uh and you feel like uh you can't even pray in the spirit anymore just because you don't understand what to say and so on and so forth i i want you to to uh, begin desiring that 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 a uh, fresh infilling of of the holy spirit that that awakening and and uh i want you to know that that tongues is is one of the the few or if not the only spiritual gift that you can operate uh at will so i i speak in tongues daily uh i pray in the spirit daily just because uh um uh, i believe that when we pray in the spirit we speak mysteries and 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 that they're so uh that we don't essentially know what to pray for that's what the word of god says uh but the spirit intercedes on our behalf so the spirit can 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 pray the will of god because the spirit searches the deep things of god so the spirit can pray on our behalf essentially to pray in the will of god so i i 
I want you to know if you have already been been baptized in the Holy Spirit before, uh, you can speak in tongues. You can. It's there. Maybe it needs to be awakened, but it's there. And I and I want you as as we pray to begin to exercise that thing, begin to to try to exercise that very thing. All right, so let's pray. Father God, uh, we come humbly before your throne, Lord. We thank you for this this uh, this day of life today, Lord. I pray, Lord, that uh, that the word of God went forth with clarity, Lord. Lord, Lord, I pray that uh, that every individual who tuned in today, Lord, whether that be be uh, right when it was released, Lord, or years from now, Lord, I pray, Lord, that the word of God went forth with clarity and and. And that this will be life-changing for them, Lord. This will be life-changing for them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you will just begin to to uh, let your spirit begin to to rest on every individual, Lord. Every individual who's tuning in, Lord, and you and you have not rested on before, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will just begin to rest, Lord. I pray that your Holy Spirit will just begin to rest, Lord, just like you rested on me, Lord. Just like you are currently resting on me, Lord. I just pray for every individual, Lord, who needs a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit Lord I pray that that they will receive that Lord and they will begin to exercise their s spirit man and they will will begin to pray in the spirit daily Lord I pray for those who have never had the baptism of the Holy Spirit Lord I pray for them to to desire that Lord and to receive that Lord Lord I pray Lord that you will just baptize them with fire Lord I pray that you will use me Lord you will use me to to uh to sow into their lives Lord I pray Lord that you will Use their ministry leaders, Lord, to to do the exact same thing, Lord, and 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 it is in your name that we pray, Lord. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. Shut it up, 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 shut it up, 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 shut it up, 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 shut it up, 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 shut it up, 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 shut it up, up, shut it up, 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 shut it up, 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 Lord, I pray that your spirit would just begin to rest, Lord, begin to rest on every individual who's tuning in, Lord, begin to rest on every individual. That's tuning in, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we do pray. Amen.